Dave, I need help fast. I get phone calls all the time for commercial service work that I've got to turn away. My techs are motivated. I just don't have a way to get them all trained. You know I can help with that, right? I'll even come to you. Wow, really? You'll come to me? Yeah. Yeah, I have courses covering everything from sectional to rolling fire doors. I can even help you get your tech IDA certified. We offer business training one-on-one or in a group setting. That's awesome. How can uh, how can anybody else get in touch with you? You can reach us at mountonsitetraining at gmail.com. Call us at 410-984-0256 or visit our website, www.mountonsitetraining.com. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back to my favorite day of the week. I'm your host, Greg Giaquinto from JAG and Sons Overhead Door out of Connecticut. This is your weekly reminder to take a deep breath. Monday is the first opportunity-filled day of the week, and it is my favorite day of the week. It doesn't mean I don't like the weekends. I thoroughly enjoy the weekends. My favorite thing about Monday is that the rest of the world tends to get back to work on Monday. Um, And so I use my weekends to catch up on things in my business that I want to do. And that's built in around the time that I spend with my wife and kids, which is very, very important to me. Um, But yeah. Monday, my favorite day of the week. This is your Monday morning mindset check-in. Mindset with a Y because my mindset is my mindset, which may be you know, a little bit different than yours. But there's some common themes that we can all relate to and live by. And through this podcast, I'd like to share some of those principles with you. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about managing expectations and how this relates to life and business. Uh, so... First story I'd like to share with you, uh, a lot of you guys are familiar with MyQ and Homelink. And Homelink is, you know, the app that connects our garage door openers, our operators with the vehicles. And there's thousands of different vehicles and dozens and dozens of different operators. And then we got these two companies, Homelink and Car2U, that connect them. And it's their job to act as the link between these two things. And that doesn't always work out well. Um, anybody who's been doing this for more than a couple minutes is well aware of that. We know there's home link repeaters and there's ways that we can make things work. Um, so how does that relate to managing expectations? So as time goes on with um, you know, new team members, you know, we've got some some really, really great technicians working with us and you know, little things come up over time and you can't train on everything. Uh, that comes with time and experience. And so one thing that came up recently, I had a customer call me. Uh, she was a referral customer, actually knows who our family is by name, you know, through grandparents and, you know, childhood and whatnot. And, you know, she used us, her daughter uses us. She had us come out. And so two of my technicians went out and installed a new operator for her. And, you know, did their damn best to pair up her vehicle with her operator. Now, her vehicle is a 2006 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Now, some of you guys have been doing this for a while. Red flags, right? 2006. Uh, Just by the age of the vehicle, you know, 
we may know that this already is not going to work. But we didn't manage this customer's expectations appropriately. So I know that it was mentioned, uh, but sometimes the way we say things, the way we go about things, the way we present it goes a long way towards uh, the outcome. Even if we don't have the desired outcome, if we manage the expectations along the way, there's an understanding. Now, the solution for this at the time of the visit, which I stand behind, I think my text made a great call. They spent some time on it, um, and you know, at, at some point, said, "You know what? This isn't this isn't going to work out. You know, we can't. Th- this may be not compatible. How about we just give you?" a free remote, a free transmitter that you can put in your car and use. We're not going to charge you for it, uh, you know, and managing expectations. If we had this conversation up front, she may have been prepared for this, maybe would have paid for that remote when it came to that time. Um, I fully stand behind them for giving her the remote. I think it was a good customer service move. Well, you know, she calls up, says, hey, you guys were out here. Uh, you know, I was expecting someone to come back out and pair my vehicle with the operator. When's that going to happen? Oh, okay. Okay. So now I've got to call this lady. I call her up and now, now this is her impression. She says, you know, I just paid a thousand dollars to have this thing put in. That's a round number. Um, but you know, there's lots of other door companies out there that I could have called to have this. And I called you guys and I expected, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go buy a new vehicle just so that I can open my garage door. And, you know, so I explained, okay, well, you know, explain the whole thing that I just went over with you guys about the, you know, the different operators, the different vehicles and Homelink and car to you and all this and that and the age of the vehicle. And, you know, it's important not to, from sales, right, say that her vehicle is too old, right? We're not going to tell her her vehicle is too old. But, you know, I tried to manage the expectation before I even show up. Now, when I went out, this is 100% a customer service call. This is not a revenue generating call. This is basically to salvage uh, a misunderstanding. Keep our referral base. This woman was a referral. So referrals are very, very important to us. It's what we're built on. I went through the whole process with her. I actually called tech support on speakerphone, went through it with them, had them say out loud, Yep, that's not going to happen. She heard that. Now we've completely squashed the idea that some other company could have done this differently. I showed her how much the repeaters cost. Said, hey, listen, you have the remote set up. Why don't we just stick with the remote? She says, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm just going to stick with the remote. You know, um, it's probably only going to be another year or two before I end up buying a new vehicle anyhow. So let's just stick with this. It's easy. And then I went through and helped her set up her MyQ. Um you know, and so this was a revenue loss, this visit. However, it was required, right? And it also showed me a gap in my training. So now we have a conversation at the shop about managing expectations, going into this with clear expectations and uh, a firm idea of what the outcome is going to be. Uh, we know the cost up front, so we could have talked about the repeater up front. We could have built that into the cost, left the happy customer in one visit. Uh, now, you'll always hear me talk about opportunity. This was not a setback. This was not a lost revenue. Yes, it was, but not really. This was an opportunity for me to go behind my guys 
and get some eyes on their work because it's something that I haven't been doing enough of. You know, these are two of my newer technicians. They're both fantastic. Logan's been with us for over a year, but he's he's young, but he, he you know people love him. And uh, Josh is still pretty new with us, but he's got some mechanical ability and some carpentry experience. Um, you know, this also gave me the opportunity to, to once I followed up on their work, to have uh, a training phone call with them. We try to do one in person and one Zoom call per week, um, training and team building. And so this is an opportunity for me to see their work, find the things that I liked about it and tell them what I liked about it. Tell them the things that they did right. And then build into that maybe one or two suggestions for things that, you know, maybe could use some work. But all in all, it was a great experience. Uh, it was a great way to expose a gap in our training you know, it was a very positive experience. The woman left us a fantastic review when we when I was done. You know, she was very appreciative of, of my technician's work, said they did a great job. Um, the one thing we missed on this was managing expectations. And that's huge. It's huge in life. It's huge in work. It's huge in sales. Uh, it's so, so important. So important. And you guys can see how long this whole job took, took multiple visits. I had to step away from my desk um, and estimates and some other things that I'm working on and abandon some of my follow-up and lead generation to go manage this. All in all, it was a positive experience, but it all came down to managing expectations, right? Um, I got one more quick story I can actually share with you about managing expectations. Uh, you guys all are aware of the lead times that we're dealing with right now. I've got another customer, uh, who ordered a door back in June, back in June. And inadvertently he was told about a month ago that we were going to install this door because the ETA was approaching. And as a rule of thumb, we're not supposed to be scheduling installs until we confirm the product has been shipped and delivered and we can actually put eyes and hands on it. Well... Since then, this job, this order has now been delayed two to three times in addition to us scheduling it and then not being able to make the appointment. And so now we're backpedaling and every time it changes, now it's been pushed out to January. And so, you know, I feel terrible. And now I've got to have multiple phone calls and have this thing hanging over my head and I've got to still continue to try and save this rapport that we've built with the customer. Um, you know, he's been understanding with production times and lead times and material shortages, but it, it's, it's an unfortunate thing that still comes back to managing expectations, you know, and we try to be, you know, this was back in June. And so these days we, we are a lot more clear with, Hey, it's three to four months could be longer. We don't know until we know. Right. And so back in June, you know, I guess we felt a little more comfortable with giving them a, a, an ETA. You know, if you look back at our terms and conditions, you can see that, you know, we did mention extended lead times, but he had no anticipation of this. And, and that's just another case of managing expectations and how this could have gone much, much differently. But, um, I mean, I think you guys have heard me ramble on enough about managing expectations. I'm, I'm actually proud of myself for staying on one topic for, uh, for this amount of time. Um, but you know, just a couple quick things about mindset. Remember to take that deep breath. 
Today's Monday. It's early. We have the whole week ahead of us to be successful. We have the whole week filled with opportunities to build and to learn and to grow and to allow our team members to build and to learn and to grow and to fail. Allow yourself to fail. Allow your team members to fail and learn. Find the gaps in your training. Find the gaps in your processes and procedures and fix them. And most importantly of all, when you fix them, follow them. Write it down. Read it. Live it. Be it. All right? I hope you guys have a great week. Monday is my favorite day. I'm looking forward to a great week. I hope to hear from you guys. If you guys have any content you'd like to hear talked about, anything related to mindset, entrepreneurial, business ownership, leadership, mind, uh, I probably already said mindset. Um, let me know. Let me know. You guys can, uh, you guys can find me on Facebook. Send me a message. If there's anything you want to hear about, let me know. But I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. That's all for today. Happy Monday.